right, folks, great news. We don't have a government shutdown right now. And, well, at least for now, for the next 45 days, they voted to keep the government open for about that long in the wee hours of the weekend. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger breaks down what all that means for the rest of us. So, Jill, 45 days, that means the government's going to stay open until about mid-November. We're going to expect a similar vote then, right? Yeah, it's so weird because at first I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't written this whole blog post about this. But then I was like, well, I'll just refresh it in 45 days. So they do have 45 days to come to a longer term deal. And I I have to be clear that I've been asked most specifically, like, does this shutdown really mean that it pushes us into a recession? And it's not really the recession fear. It's just that so many people are impacted who work for the government. Usually about a half a million federal employees get furloughed during these times. And then maybe another half a million have to go to work and they just get to work without pay. What fun. And more than a million active duty military personnel would be asked to uh, actually actually go to work and not get paid. And listen, all this money, all these wages, it all has to be repaid when the government reopens. And in fact, government shutdowns cost the government a lot more money than just knocking a deal out. But I think that it is important to note that there are um, there are specific people who bear the brunt of these shutdowns. Okay. And in in terms of what we have going on, the deal that went through on in the very late hours of Saturday, were were there any compromises made in that deal? Is there going to be any change that we'll experience over the next uh, couple of days or not really? I don't think for us it will be a big change. But, you know, the the big piece that seemed to be left out of this was aid for Ukraine. And so I think that for a lot of people who care about that issue, it doesn't affect you, but you care about it. I'll be interested to see if that ends up getting back into a plan that's a longer term plan. And also it could be that when they sit down and negotiate, they might say, well, if we do shut down, we're going to make sure to pay those uh, military workers, because I think in some shutdowns they have made uh, an accommodation for them. Um, Interestingly, in this shutdown, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, that all continues because we did see them raise the debt ceiling and that's where it's funded. But I think there are recipients of other plans like the there's a plan called WIC for a nutritional program for women, infants and children. There's the SNAP program for food assistance. And those are the kinds of things that would get paid initially. But then the longer the government stays open, there may not actually be almost like the administrative ability to send out a check. So I just I mean, I'd like to think that we don't have to go through this again. We've already been warned by a credit agency that the dysfunction might cause a downgrade in U.S. debt. We know that the shutdown potential added to uncertainty in markets. But, you know, the markets were really not doing great before the shutdown worry. So uh, it was a rough month for sept- of September for investors. But I really think that we'd like to avoid these things mostly because why are we doing this to ourselves? As, you know, any sports fan, I, you know, you guys love talking sports in your area. Well, you know, it's an unforced error. We don't like unforced errors. No, no, we don't. And I have a feeling that the term uh, credit rating downgrade is going to be coming up in conversation over the course of the next four 45 days, probably longer. Why should we be worried about that? Well, you know, that's one of those things that like you don't really care about until it happens. Um, back in 2011, 
the um, there, well, let me just go back two, two, two steps back from that. A credit rating measures the ability of a company or a municipality or a government to repay its debt. And so until 2011, we had three agencies, Standard & Poor's, Fitch, and Moody's. And the U.S. maintained the highest rating from all three of these agencies, like the U.S. and Switzerland, you know, like the, the real highest developed uh, nations. But when we had a 2011 debt ceiling standoff, S&P cut its rating. They've never restored it. This past summer, Fitch actually uh, cut its rating. It's by one notch, so it doesn't mean that we're like terrible borrowers as the U.S. government, but it means that it's kind of a blemish. And last week, Moody's put the world on notice that it could issue a downgrade. Mostly, again, it's not because of the balance sheet of the government. It's really about the dysfunction of Congress. Gotcha. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger breaking down how we avoided yet another government shutdown for now. Jill, thank you so much. Take care.